Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode. Uh, Today, we're going to jump into something which I believe to be kind of one of the key kernels of small business, particularly if you're a coach, a trainer, a uh, freelancer, anything where the business revolves around you as an individual, you as a human. And this is this concept of identity, right? So when we think about marketing, when you think about sales, when you think about your product, your service, everything, because this business is built around you, everything comes back to this one real kind of word or, or focus point, right? So if we get this right, if we've done our work in this area, we've got a really strong foundation uh, and a really great kind of ability to move forward. Uh, and if we don't, things at some point in time show up in kind of a shaky way, right? Things we see roadblocks pop up, uh, whether that's down the line in our communications, our marketing, our teamwork, or even in, in our personal brand or our ability to sort of put our face out there and, and make our assertions and build brand. So without further ado, let's jump in. This is John Marshall listening to the Access Potential podcast. Okay, so let's let's kind of identify this a little bit, right? Identity. What are we talking about here? We're talking about a collection of areas of work that we need to dive into, that we need to give attention that helps to form the foundation for small business. Right? And particularly when the small business is wrapped around you as an individual. The four key areas that we have in this identity sort of framework include personal story. The origin story of the business can also be linked into this. We talk a lot about personal story. Personal story or, or business origin story kind of both combined. Uh, personal brand. Uh, the next one is what's called super niche. This is basically the people that you serve. And then finally is values and values or brand values or personal values effectively comes under personal brand, but we kind of keep it as separate because it's this overarching uh, succinct set that we can come back to. Now, identity forms basically the platform. It forms the foundation of everything else. And we'll find out why as we dive through each of these. But basically, it's the it's the nucleus of everything else, your communication, the change you make, everything is driven from these sort of four key areas. Now, the way you'll, before we sort of dive in, the way you'll know if you have an identity crisis, so to speak, or, or need to do more work around identity is if you're not able to execute on uh, communication. So that could be at a, at a staff level amongst co-founders. There's a lot of uh, dissonance or you're not sort of able to link up the regular weekly meeting. Uh, you're having trouble getting your staff on board with your vision or your values. Uh, you have an inability to express yourself. Uh, and this, there can be a few other reasons playing into that as well. But you also shy away from difficult conversations uh, an inability sort of to, or a resistance around speaking or public speaking. And then finally, kind of the most common is an inability to become the face of the brand. So an inability to express, articulate your point of view, communicate. Uh, and where we see this today, of course, more often than not is in content. 
So if you're not able to kind of create content consistently, which is an expression of a lot of these areas, uh, you know, and the communication of a lot of these areas. Uh, we also can see it showing up in kind of our, our nervous system work or our capacity work. So, uh, you know, practices, our daily practices, inability to have consistent practices uh, that can help to train the nervous system, inability to sort of sit into reflection because all of these uh, kind of force us or call on us to sit still, to kind of sink into or breathe into the task at hand. And if we have to do more work around the identity areas, uh, we find this very difficult because we'll constantly look for distraction, right? So let's go into these four areas and get really clear. And then as we go, you'll be able to identify further if some of these things ring true and we'll have a little, you know, there'll be enough little nuggets, I guess, to work on that you can go away and sort of sit with this. It's not a quick fix. Identity work is uh, deeper work. It takes time. Um, you know, even in the personal story or the story one in the APA program that we run, we spend a couple of weeks just on story and getting deeper on story. And that's not even enough. It's ongoing work from that point. But let's dive in. So identity, the platform, the foundation of our business, of our small business. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is story or personal story. So Effectively, the, the big premise here is that your unique story is your ability to stand alone, right? The ability to express uh, a story that resonates, that's you know based around you, your origin story, your life, the work that you do, the change you want to make, is your ability to connect with us on a human level. We don't identify uh, at the information level. Or the technological level, we identify at the story level, in particular with these businesses that are built around an individual or a group of individuals. So the story, the story one is kind of interesting because there's two ways you can think about this. And I've talked about uh, you know, this one author that I quite like his I enjoy his work, his name's Carlos Castaneda, and he writes um, about all these tales of this guy Don Juan who goes and you know, studies um, shamanism and and um, medicinal plants and uh, meditation and all of these sort of kind of avenues or conduits for, I guess, growth or self-realization or self-actualization in Mexico, right? And one of the concepts around story is um, this idea of being able to delete your past, right? And this is this is basically a concept that, you know, We've heard this before. It's like each day is a new day. Can we can we look at today with fresh eyes, right? And for a lot of people, this is kind of one of the key um, kind of drivers or, or not pillars, but one of the, the aspects of meditation is to be able to kind of sit into the mind, let the default mode network quieten down and face today fresh, right? Come, come today with clear eyes, with a clear mind. And... This is great, right? However, for for most of us humans, the this ability to completely operate as if there is no history is potentially impossible. The other way that we can look at this or another way that we can look at this is which is also very powerful is uh, acceptance and ownership of personal story. Acceptance and ownership 
or identification, acceptance, and ownership of all of the aspects, the twists, the turns, the ups and downs that have allowed us to become who we are today. And, you know, for me, I can definitely share that there was a big breakthrough in this area uh, maybe two, three years ago where I started to understand the power of personal story and bring it out, dig it up, bring it out, and share it more. But effectively, acceptance identification, then acceptance and ownership of personal story not only allows us to build personal power and start to fortify this kind of identity area, but it also allows us to to share that story and to resonate with people at a deeper level as well. So there's kind of like a couple of ways you can check in on this, okay? So the first one is like, you know, if you've never identified personal story, you've never looked at personal story, you feel that you may be holding on to or guarding uh, a lot of things in the past, a lot of shadow aspects of yourself, a lot of um, things that you are not proud of or, um, you know, ways that you let down your parents or whatever it was or failures, uh, then this would kind of be like sort of like a clear marker that we need to do some work here, right? So this would be sort of, you know, if we had to assign a color, this would be a bit of a red flag around story work. Uh, secondly would be like you started to consider your story and you're aware of it. You started to accept it a little bit and you've come to grips with it. And you've even talked to a lot of these people who were involved in your personal story and kind of reconciled a lot of it or recapitulated a lot of your story. This is kind of like an orange zone. So this is this is good. This is making great progress uh, and started to bring awareness to this. And then finally, the green zone is where you are able to regularly share the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, basically own the story and accept this as a part of you and as a key way to resonate with us, you know, the people that you seek to serve. This is kind of like a green zone. So this is a green light and you've, you're basically strong on this aspect. Now, it seems like this would be really easy. I have not met a person or maybe a couple who are, who are strong green on the story work from day one, right? And we all have growth. We all have room to go and, and to own this more and work to do. Uh, but at a basic level, nine out of 10 people uh, haven't really considered this in depth and definitely aren't owning it through uh, their work and through their business and not really telling or sharing that story. And it makes a lot of sense, right? It's it's vulnerable. It can bring shame. It can be um, exposing. It can obviously, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a shock to the nervous system. Uh, and it's kind of hardwired into that reptilian brain that if we're exposed, if we bring something up that people don't like, then we're ostracized from the group, right? So it makes a lot of sense. But it's also a key one for us to start to dive into. From your unique story, uh, we have kind of a little drop down, another area to work in, which is kind of starting to identify our zone of genius, which is, you know, really getting clear from our story, what we love, what where we operate the best, you know, where, where has this all led to, where are we strongest, what lights us up. And of course, this is some deeper work and is built on the back of, story uh, but this this whole group together is super super powerful so if you if you're listening and you kind of sound you, you hear this and you kind of go yes okay I see this I'm I definitely need to do work here 
then then now is the time, right? You may not even be in business. You may be growing the business. You may be looking for a business partner. No matter where you're sitting, this is a key area to start to um, understand and uncover. And you can do so privately to begin with, for sure. Start to do the work. Uh, but over time, it's going to be powerful to share this as well, you know, as much as you're willing to. Okay, this takes us to the second sort of identity pillar, and this is the concept of personal brand. And uh, in simple terms, the brand is, in, in a way, uh, you know, my, my personal brand, in a way, is my promise to you. You know, it's it's the promise I keep to you. It's the feeling that I evoke in you based off of my behavior, my work, my actions, how I show up. And it's really kind of what we're about and as you can sense, this comes up from personal story. Now, the thing here is I might be able to articulate personal brand in, you know, four or five key sort of areas or interests or passions or words that kind of help to outline what I'm about, um, some of the feelings that I'd like, you know, to evoke or that I sense are evoked when I share my work, when I speak, when I show up. But getting clear on this personal brand so that, again, you can own it, right? So similar to story, we have identification, acceptance, and ownership. Once we have ownership, we can, you know, obviously drip feed this through the communications down the line, but we need to be clear on it first and foremost. Now, when a lot of people hear brand, you know, they think, okay, well, I need to go get a logo and all of this sort of stuff. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the feeling, right? So the, the logo, the colors, all this sort of stuff is one little bit of brand brand identity. We're, we're talking more about um, the overall personal brand, the feeling that you evoke, what you're about, right? So that's number two. Red zone here would be, you know, uh, a complete lack of willingness to to sort of share yourself or, or any of your interests or passions. An orange light in here would be some awareness and some ability to articulate what it is that lights you up and what your interests are based off of your personal story. Green light is you regularly are consistent. You know, you can, can easily see and consistently see what you're about, who resonates with your work, what kind of emotions uh, are revoked when you when you show up when you do your work. So that's number two. Number three, uh, this is what I call super niche work, and this is still in the identity set. Uh, however, this is flipping it over to looking at the people that we seek to serve. So you're in business. You're you're a trainer. You're a physiotherapist. You're a coach. You're an artist. Your super niche is basically your niche really dialed in, right? So it's it's your um, ideal customer avatar, it's your target audience, it's the the who, right? Who do you want to serve? Who do you want to work with? And we drop this in after personal brand and story because typically, and this is a, this is a concept that was taught to me by a business coach of mine, uh, probably back in 2016, and and the idea is that uh, the scars on my arm are the wounds that my customers are currently uh, feeling, right? So so basically the, the trials and tribulations that I've been through, uh, the areas of my past that I've gone through, i.e. my personal story, are the things that the people who I want to serve are currently dealing with. So this is why Super Niche is dropped in. 
uh, super niche uh, is basically, you know, it's, strictly speaking, it's a group of nine questions that guide us through uh, the identifying this person and who we want to work with. But basically, it's being able to articulate and see in your mind's eye the key people that you want to help. Now, this is key, right? A lot of people, even established businesses, are not clear on their super niche. Uh, and what we see when we're not clear on this as a business is typically uh, we see a couple of things. One is long term, we see stagnation. So if you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. So what will happen is you'll get a group of early adopters who are kind of, you know, your mom's friend and your next door neighbor and people down the road. Uh, but it's difficult to identify and communicate and resonate with people beyond this group of early adopters because your stuff is not clear to a particular psychographic. So the people, you, you know, you're trying to catch catch everybody with your work so when you look down at your marketing and your communications it's sort of gray it's not really clear who it's for and so if we're listening to you chances are it'll just kind of skip through our awareness versus if you're clear on the super niche uh, it's specifically it's felt in the heart of the people that you want to work with and want to serve because you know exactly how you want to articulate and what stories you want to tell so red light on super niche, you know, still in this identity place. If you if you're not clear if this is um, if this is work that you still need to really do, red light is you know you you want to just help everybody. And the the key things that I hear when people have this is, you know, they'll say something like, "I want to work with anyone who wants to be happy," or "I love to just connect with anyone really who loves you know who loves to be healthy." And this is way too broad. And effectively, it's going to mean that your messaging zigzags everywhere and is not clear uh, to anyone. And, you know, while it may feel scary to go narrow and zoom in on a particular subset or particular psychographic, uh, that'll actually allow you to resonate with an audience. So orange light is, you know, some level of clarity on who your work is for and the problems that they face, their worldviews and beliefs. Uh, and then green light would be complete clarity and an ability to regularly tell stories based out of your personal stories to these people that really resonate with them. You know exactly the pain points that the person is going through right now. You exactly know the transformation that they want to make in their lives. And you know even what they will say about your product after or service after they use it you know exactly how they'll speak and what they'll tell their friends. And you even know the ways in which they'll do this, right? So what methods they'll use to tell other people about your work. So super niche is really powerful. It's built on empathy, whereas the others are built on, uh, you know, your own introspection. Super niche is built on outrospection. So that's those are the big three. Now, the, the last one, which I did mention, is brand values or personal values. And this is really, you know, getting clear on what you stand for. And this is this is going to be a little bit of a blend of all of them. Some will be reflective of personal story and personal brand. And then other the others will be reflective of the work that you do in the super niche area because it'll be reflective on, you know, potentially generosity or ways of serving other people. 
and being very clear on your values, very clear on um, what you stand for and what you're for and what you're against allows you to take a stand in your communications and marketing. And so those are the four key identity areas, key identity pillars or, or foundation points that allow you to move forward powerfully. If you're lacking in this area, if you need to do more deeper identity work, you're going to be super patchy down the line when we look at marketing content or even in your personal practices and your ability to sit into the work at hand or breathe into the task at hand. So that's all I wanted to cover on today's episode is really shining a light on the identity sector or the identity kind of areas because uh, for those who are new to business, it certainly is an area that nine times out of 10 needs more work. And then those who are developed, uh, usually what we have is an under emphasis on, we got we got a great emphasis on brand values and brand and possibly even super niche, but typically an under emphasis on personal story and sharing of personal story. That's it for today. I hope you get some value out of these. Uh, if you have specific questions, send them along, john at johntmarsh.com. This is a super key area um, and definitely worth your work, worth your time. And uh, if, yeah, if you have questions, send them along and I can potentially help or point you in to different directions. I do have a lot of resources in these areas as well because, of course, this is all you know little aspects that we dive way deeper into in the APA program. So thank you again so much for listening. I appreciate your time, your attention, and it means a lot to me. Uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.